Hey, everybody, this is Rob. And this is Sarah. You're listening to How Much Do We Love, episode 102. Yay! We're back. We're back. A lot has happened. I know. Um, Rob has started started rehearsing and opened a show. So, yeah. Should people come see you in the show? No. Mm -hmm. It's a job. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good show if you like Henrik Ibsen. Uh, That's who doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) Yeah. He's no Neil Simon. That's what I'll say. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And I'm happy to be working. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's exciting. And January is almost over. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a new kitty. New kitty. It seems soon if you because it was only on the last episode where I talked about Herbert and um, but it has been a month. So it's, yeah. it's even even if you listen to them back to back, it seems. But anyway, but I was ready and his name is Ernesto and he is tiny and ridiculously adorable. And Miss Penny is learning to love him. And um, I think it's going to be good. He's so fluffy. He is, I, yeah, I, I, he's long haired, which I'm hoping isn't a disaster, but I couldn't resist him. I couldn't resist him. I could not I love it. resist him. He was ridiculous. He's ridiculous. Yeah. He's little too. He's only about nine, nine, ten weeks. Oh. Yes. All right. So on our last episode, we want to recap a little bit. We talked yeah. about Okoa, Okoa.com, where you um, do good deeds for people and you play these cards and you track their progress around the world and the ACOA people came and left a comment on on the how much we love site and also off yeah totally awesome and they were kind enough to offer us some starter packs so um which otherwise you would have to order and i and pay for and so we have three of those to give away for free to the first three listeners who email us at podcast at how much do we love and tell us should we make them say something i mean it doesn't matter it's the first three yeah, you don't really need to say anything. You don't anything. really need to say anything. Be like, hey, I want to do some good deeds. Send us a note. Podcast at how much do we love? The first three pe- lucky people will get an Akoa starter deck. That's awesome. Very awesome. Very cool. What's their website again? Akoa.com? Akoa.com. I, like Aloha, but with the K. Akoa. We love that. Um, and is there anything else we needed to recap or just the long-standing joke? I no, I think let's talk about that. A lot of people sent in their own um, long-standing practical jokes. And we have, if, the, if there were a contest, we would have a winner in yeah. our listener, Christy, <laughs> who wrote in this hilarious email that we're going to read a little bit of. Uh, she wrote a really fun, cute um, email to us, and she's... Uh, She'd never written she, in before. She yeah, she praises us. us for a while, which is understandable. Always enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then she says, uh, what finally prompted me to write what was the topic of the long-running joke. It's a tradition in my family, too, and I have two examples. About 10 years ago, I was at a brown elephant-type shop, which we love because that means she must be from Chicago. from Chicago. Brown elephants, like resale charity shop. Right. Um. And I came across an amazing handmade t-shirt. It was a BVD white undershirt that someone had sewn red bandana type fabric appliques in the shape of cowboy boots and hats onto. (laughs) Then they added gold glitter outlines to the appliques (laughs) and several curly flourishes. Whatever glitter substance they used for this purpose had hardened and become 
hard and jagged. So it wasn't just ugly. It was mind. It was a mild stabbing device <laughs> to the wearer and anyone who brushed against it. What a perfectly rotten gift for my sister, Karen, I thought. When she opened it at Christmas, I tried to pretend that I really meant it, uh, uh, that I meant it to be a real gift, but it didn't last long. It was a little bit too ridiculous. Oh, well. Meanwhile, I moved to Chicago and was working as a zookeeper at Lincoln Park Zoo. Okay, how much do we love that? <laughs> I just have to interject and say, one of our listeners was a zookeeper? Come I on. Okay. She's like, I, I love the job, but the visitors were my least favorite part of the job. They asked stupid questions and wasted my time telling me their animal-related stories. I tried to stay behind the scenes as much as possible. It's pretty tough when you're a zookeeper. Right. And my head down when I was on grounds. The next Christmas rolls around, and what do I get? What is now known as sharp glitter tea. <laughs> That's what it's Karen, <laughs> Karen had embellished it with the words, I'm a zookeeper at Lincoln Park Zoo. Ask me anything. This went on for years. We passed it back and forth as a gift. Each time there was another addition. Finally, Karen swore that she would never again accept the sharp glitter tea. That year, she received a microwave as a gift. I painted Merry Christmas, cowgirl, on it and meticulously opened the microwave box, put the sharp glitter tea inside the microwave and packaged it back up. I'm assuming that she painted Merry Christmas Cowgirl on the tea. On the not tea, on the not microwave. on the microwave, right. <laughs> Christmas passed and we went back to our separate homes. Two years later, I got this email from her. Two days later. Two days later, I got this email from her. Don't you worry, I found it. And, I'm, and I meant to look before you left. Damn, curse you sharp glitter tea. Revenge will be mine. That's a direct cut and paste, <laughs> which I can tell because the font is different. I um, I wish I could send a photo of it, but she still has it. I'll keep you posted. I'll be posted. I'll be watching my back. The, the second tradition is from her with her other sister, Margaret. Slayed me for a variety of reasons. So fucking funny to me. <laughs> Sharp glitter tea is already it's pretty. really good. And she's a zookeeper. Yeah. Now we get to the second one is with my sister, Margaret. She sent a fan letter to Judith Light, the mom from Who's the Boss? You, we know who Judith Light is, but I love that you explained it to us anyway. I know. Um, Claire Mead. She's also um, currently Claire Mead on Ugly Betty. Yeah. You're also a Broadway um, actress as well. Yeah. She sent a fan letter to Judith Light, the mom from Who's the Boss, in my name, and had her send an autographed photo to me. <laughs> Just that's funny, right? Just the fact oh. that she did that is funny. The next sentence is what, Slay. Well, I wasn't going to stand for that. <laughs> <laughs> She's outraged. Uh, So I put the photo in a frame and gave it to her for her birthday, crossing out my name and writing in hers. When my (laughs) birthday rolled around, she gave it back to me in the frame with my name back on it and a couple of Judith's teeth blacked out. Before I returned it, I erased her eyes and drew a new new cross eyes on her. The last time I got Judith, she had a pirate-style eye patch. The last time I sent her to Margaret, she had a nice new hairy mole. (laughs) In both cases, I was just watching, waiting and watching. I know they're coming. It's just a matter of when and where. I'll keep you posted. Christy. Christy, we laughed so hard at that. So good. 
I love what she kind of nailed what it is about the longstanding joke too, is that you are wadi, you're, you're always kind of like on the lookout for it. Right. And just when you've relaxed, like sharp glitter tea shows up. When you least expect it, expect it. Uh, thank you, Christy. Thanks, That's Christy. Awesome. That's such a good one. All right. So let's talk about our first real topic of this week. Um, I, how much do we love award season? Kind of a lot. I love it so much. I love watching award shows. Yeah. I love red carpets. I love printing out ballots. Oh, see what? A, well, you know that's the the uh, that's a really good go to theme party. Yes, as from our previous episode. Yes, I love. Um, and this year, um, award season is rolling around at a time where Doug has nothing going on. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, he's got stuff going on, but usually he's ridiculous busy. Right. And right now he's like a normal person so he has like charts and highlighter codes and (laughs) that he's doing he's like this one's available on demand this one i can netflix this one is playing at piper's alley at two and this one's at four so i can do the sneak wow Um, he is determined to see every movie that is up for an oscar what happens for me is that the Academy Award nominations come out and I realize that I've seen like two of the movies that have been nominated for really anything. Mm-hmm. And then I think I should do a marathon and see them all, but then I don't. But I, I think about it. Yeah. I do. It depends on the year. This year I'm really uh, – I was already in, in moderate shape mm-hmm. before the nominations came out. Yeah. And now I'm in really good shape. Nice. It helps, like, I've been, this play that I'm doing is downtown at the Museum of Contemporary Art. Mm -hmm. And I've had more than one day where I've had, like, a two and a half hour Ah, dinner break. Mm -hmm. So I've just walked to the AMC and seen something on my list. So I'm doing really well. I I really, I have yet to see Slumdog Millionaire or The Wrestler. Um, Other than that, I'm I'm ready to roll with all. Pretty much all of them. Today I saw two. I saw Rachel getting married and oh. Vicky Christina Barcelona. They're all good. Hello? Did I lose you? Mute button. Mute button. Sorry. Oh, I was <laughs> like, what? I thought you were like so I was awestruck so... by saying Vicky Christina Barcelona. Yes, I was. It was impressive. <laughs> um, I, what I like is the clothes and the hair. Oh. I do too. I like seeing the pretty people and I, the red carpet. And I just like to see what people look like. Enjoyable. Yeah. And I like the award shows. Like I like the Golden Globes and the SAG Awards because mm-hmm. they're always a little um, little more informal. I like seeing stars sitting around tables together. Yes. How about um, Kate Winslet? Gather. 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 <laughs> she, she was so good. Be, she was a real cutie pie. Yeah. And uh, Mickey Rourke thanking all of his past and present dogs. Right? He's crazy, huh? So weird. And look at him. Yeah. He's like, wow. Yeah, it's it's a wow. It's, it's definitely impressive. a wow. It's a wow, like, yeah. Because they're calling it a comeback, but when I see him, I'm like, has he come back? Has he really? <laughs> has he come back? I don't really know anything about that movie. I, yeah. Um, Except that he, and Marissa Tomei is in it, right? Yes, she's nominated for an Academy Award as well. Well, good. that's a, not, I guess, not a comeback. She's sort of been around, but it's been a long time yeah. since my cousin Vinny. Yeah. That's for sure. 
So we'll see. I love the awards. I like the, um, that's a good night to have a party. It is a good night to have a party. And I like the ballot. There, and, and sometimes it's fun to do the pool. You ever mm-hmm. done that, you know, where everybody yes. does the ballot and then, you know, I did that with a bunch of online friends a couple of years. They had a whole voting system online. Very enjoyable. When enjoyable. Are, when, are they, when are the Oscars? I believe they are on the 22nd of February. Okay. Either, either that's when they are or I'm making it up completely. But that, that seems no, that right. could be right. Hugh Jackman is the host this year, which I think is weird. Really? I yeah. That he And also there's not very many good songs nominated this year, so I I that's one of the things I look forward to is the musical performances. Mm-hmm. There's not really there's two songs from Slumdog yeah. and Peter Gabriel song from Wally. I actually the sometimes the musical performances bug me. Yeah. Yeah. Interestingly enough, though, the woman who performed Hard Out Here for a Pimp a couple years ago <laughs> yes. is now nominated as an actress for playing <gasps> Benjamin Button's mother. I didn't like the Benjamin Button. Oh, I didn't either. Thank you. Too long. Well, I just, it was Forrest Gump. Have you, Wasn't I, it? It was and exactly I didn't know, Forrest Gump. I didn't Gump. know that it was the same screenwriter. I came to work the next day and I was like, oh, it was like Forrest Gump, that it was so epic and it, no, all these, it was all exactly these like, like it. time dashes and they keep meeting each other again and again. And Narration with a guy with a weird accent and I, oh, now he works on a boat and now he's in love with a girl, a childhood friend, and then she goes away. I mean, it's exactly the same story. And also, like Brad Pitt, for me, the movie was really just about watching him become more and more beautiful. Right. And start Which looking like him happened, again. Could have happened a lot quicker for me. It could have happened by just reading an article in Entertainment Weekly, really. True. I didn't need two and a half hours of it. But um, what's True. her name is very beautiful, also. Kate Blanchett. Uh, yeah. Although and I love- she was very digitally enhanced and, and wizened, also. There was so much CGI in it that. It's like, uh, and he, you know, I, I, I was thinking at the end, wow, Brad Pitt was really good. And then I thought about it and was like, well, he did a lot of looking out from behind makeup. Well, I, it and was listening. like the the main reveal of the movie is him being, right. looking like he did in Thelma and Louise. <laughs> exactly. But it, well, really, why not just watch Thelma and Louise at that point? That's a great movie. It is, and I, it's a better movie. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't love it. Yeah, no, I uh, didn't. There's some some blog, and also there's a video version of somebody sort of like superimposing the two stories together and showing all the similarities. That's very funny. Oh, really? Yes, I'll send you a link. I'll find it. Okay, um, let's go to the next one. Um, the next one. Um, um, how much do we love box sets? Yes, a lot. I- box sets i'm kind of i'm i'm obsessed with a certain box set right now are we talking um dvds or cds um either what mm-hmm. either yeah what inspired me was a cd box set though okay and it's because for years like probably for eight years nine years i've wanted the complete ella fitzgerald songbook box set oh good one but it is so expensive. Yeah. Really expensive. But I've like held it in my hands. Like I remember when the Tower Records was still open here in Chicago, I would always just be like, 
come on. It's like, it's like having the world book encyclopedia of jazz standards. Yeah, like there's absolutely. just every song and she does the verses yeah. and, and all of my favorite composers. And, um, yeah. And I mentioned it before Christmas this year and it was magically under the tree. And I was like, Oh my God, Doug, this is so expensive. He's like, no, I found like a crazy ridiculous, like price for it on, you know, I'm, he's always Mr. Internet savvy buying Nicely CDs done. for like a quarter or whatever. Right. So now I'm making my way through it and I'm really taking my time and savoring mm. each CD. Like How many there were CDs? like, it's 16 or 18 Whoa. CDs. Yeah, uh, because like the Duke Ellington and Gershwin ones, I think are three or four discs all by themselves. Irving Berlin is two discs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Rogers and Hart. It's so good. Uh, oh, that's but jealous. The, the Jerome Kern disc. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I'm jealous. Yeah. It's, 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 it's super, I'm Sarah and I have this in common, but I'm, I'm super nerdy about songs like that. So I just, I just enjoyed like, uh, hearing verses to songs that I already know. And then, Mm -hmm. or, you know, having like the Harold Arlen one is in, and I feel like I know almost, you know, a a lot. And then there'll be a song that I'm like, I've never heard this song well, and she's amazing. She's one of my all-time – she's one of the all-time greats, but she's one of my yeah. biggest influences. And she's such a respectful musician, especially for a jazz artist. I mean, you always are aware of what the original melody is. And you know what I mean? Like, she, she's just so thoughtful. I don't know. Yeah. That's a whole other topic. But I like the box set DVDs. Me too. Because, you know, we love a DVD extra. We do. So I, I don't have that many. I have um, the My So-Called Life one. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that was a good show. Love that oh. show. Cliffhanger. We'll never know what's going to happen. I'm trying to Jordan think what Catalano. other... Jordan Catalano. Brian Crackow. the most perfect name. Well, and I loved... This is some sidetracking. One of the things I loved about that show is you knew everybody's full name. Yes. Right? It was like Ray Graff and and uh, Ricky Vasquez and um, and... Now I can't think of what was her mm. name. Angela Chase. You knew everybody's Chase, yeah. full name. They always said that. And uh, oh, good. It was good. But I love that was one of the first box sets I got. I think I think I had just gotten a DVD player. I was kind of late to the DVD game. Mm. I think the first box set. I don't know. You know what is that? I have a I have the Slings and Arrows complete season. That was Ooh. a good box set. I got that mm-hmm. earlier this year. Um, I think the first box sets I got were all CDs, though. I had Schoolhouse Rock was the first, well, like mm-hmm. one of my first box sets. I had Patsy Cline box set a long time ago. Nice. I think what I had first. People- but I'm trying to think TV, TV series. I definitely, I have all of Wonder Woman. I have a, the whole series. <laughs> Woman. That's oh, wow. the box. That's amazing. Signed by Linda Carter, I might add. Oh. Because she's she a was doing artiste. a horrific cabaret <laughs> show that a friend of ours was playing keyboards for, I and I was that. like, "Like I'll go to the Apollo and see you butcher the man I love." Right. And then will you sign my DVD set? And she oh. did. Did she wear gold bracelets? She didn't, but she did like a weird joke about. Well, because she kind uh, of has to, right? I mean, she can't yeah, pretend exactly. that the only reason you're not you're seeing her is 
not because she's <laughs> right. Exactly. But it's like I would go full whole hog with that kitschiness yeah. if I were her. I'd be like, you know, have an upright bass, walking bass version of the Wonder Woman Wonder theme. Wonder Woman theme. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Fighting for your rights in your satin tights you know oh something. i think you should do that anyway in your next I, show i might actually i'll get a long black wig and do it can i just sidetrack for something you were talking about doug <laughs> and i just have to sidetrack completely can i tell the fo- what happened can today I tell the oh my story? god please he told it to me and i was like you're such an idiot sometimes so i get an sms from doug <laughs> that's it's like crazy. actually i should just read it because it made me laugh um and actually yeah, my friend is here and he will appreciate this as well because he's the one i was actually thinking of okay um uh let me get to it so i get this I'll, sms he's at navy pier and he's, he's playing said, today down at navy pier so he's at navy pier all day he said i get an sms navy pier Naz- now has a stand featuring hats with the names of fonts on them thoughts and I said, I actually know two people who would probably wear a Helvetica cap. <laughs> and he said, how about Lucinda? Comic Sans. I said, no, they wouldn't be caught dead in Comic Sans. Yeah, no. And then I said, I wish I was making this up. So cut to, that was yesterday, I guess. Yeah. Cut to today where I had sent Robbie and Doug a picture of the cat. And the response I get from Rob is just out of the blue. He goes, um... I had to point out to Doug that those are examples of fonts so that, you know, if you want baby daddy or number one mom printed in comic sans or Ariel block. Come on. <laughs> like you really think that it's a shop that only, you know, it's a shop at Navy pier that only that has font hats. Come on. That's what I love about this man is because Doug is so genius in <laughs> 75% of the things he does, but then the other 25%, you know, it's like, got to borrow Paul to pay Peter or whatever that saying is. I'm yes. like, like really? really? You thought that that's what they were selling? I, the thing is that I just believed him because where I live, right? I live, you know, amongst a bazillion computer people and designers and engineers who are they're super into fonts, right? Sure. And, um, I, I they probably as I was saying that out loud, my friend was nodding his head to the Helvetica cap, and I said Comic oh, yeah. Sans, and he was like, "Oh no, oh no." <laughs> and I think now maybe I might have to get him a Helvetica cap for his birthday. Uh, just take the example take from the maybe example, Peter. right? I feel like they probably don't have Helvetica. <laughs> no. It's not a real fun font. No. <laughs> Oh, that's so good. Okay, I didn't mean to sidetrack, but we forgot to talk about it, you and I, beforehand, and it made me that email made me laugh in the car out loud so hard. Okay. All right, so the last thing, how much do we love chicken salad? Oh, gosh, I really love chicken salad. Do you like your own chicken salad? Uh, I have a couple different kinds that I like to make, but I, that chicken salad is something I will usually try at any restaurant to kind of see how they do it because it's one of those things mm-hmm. that is – so basic, but um, everyone does it differently. So I enjoy, and there's certain places that I love it, you know. Jungle March makes a good one. Did you ever have that one? I ever make that one with the pasta in it? Chicken pasta salad? I don't think so. She always no. called it Chinese chicken salad because oh, it you had water what? chestnuts I, in it. Yes. <laughs> I have not tried, I've not tried it, but I'm pretty sure it's in my Jungle March cookbook. It's in the cookbook. It's very yeah. good. Although I make it a little, I do a little fancy touches from the 
Jungle March. I add a few touches of fancy. But here's my only... I love chicken salad, too, but I'm always wary that it's going to have grapes in it. Yeah. And that's a deal breaker for me. And that, and you and I part ways there. I know. And that's because really in that situation, a grape is really just a fancy raisin. And we know how I feel about that. Right. Well, I don't like a raisin in a chicken salad. Yeah. I put I put sliced red grapes in my curry chicken salad that I make. Mm-hmm. But I would leave them out if you were coming over. You know, I... They, I might be okay with it if it was served to me, but I would, you know, like at Whole Foods, they have the, what is it, the Sonoma chicken salad that has the grapes in it. It mm-hmm. just, it's a texture mismatch for me. I know that's there's what a, people like about it, but. There's chicken salad Veronique that is very French flavors. It's got tarragon in it usually, and that usually has green grapes in it. Tarragon is a common herb for chicken salad and chicken in general, but always yeah. good. Always good. Um, but I love, I make a uh, curried chicken salad. I make Ina Garten's recipe, but her, mm. she calls for golden raisins. Yeah, that's, that's I a don't nice do step that. right there. Mm-hmm. I do the red grapes because it's a nice color with the curried chicken. And I usually serve that on like um, mixed greens. Mm-hmm. And I find that you always need to stir the cashews in last minute so they don't get soggy. Ah, good call. Yeah, um, and I love at Potbelly, mm-hmm. have the chicken salad salad, which this salad mm-hmm. changed my life. It's a big bowl of leaves, you know, of romaine, mm-hmm. and it's got um, cucumbers and ch- and grape tomatoes mm-hmm. on the salad part, and then it's got a big like ice cream scoop of chicken salad, chicken salad. and then dried cranberries. So good. I don't, I don't know how I feel about the cranberries, but um, it sounds good. Other than that. Yeah, it's good stuff. I do like. Oh, chicken. and Corner Bakery's got good chicken salad. Oh, do they? They do. And I they serve it on this years, really but... interesting um, dark, uh, dark bread that's got like walnuts in it or something. It's like a really mm-hmm. hard. No, you know that. what I like is a chicken salad melt. Oh, yum! Like a tuna melt, but with chicken mm-hmm. salad. Like a tuna melt, but with chicken salad. Um, there was a place called Steve's Ice cheese, Cream. Cheese. What was that? What kind of cheese would you do on that? Um, or, or cheddar? No, I would probably do like a Swiss. probably a Swiss or but something like or maybe a Jack or a Munster, milder. But there was this chicken salad melt that I want to say, I want to say it came in a pita, but I could be wrong. Jungle Marge will remember because it was her favorite salad. I think it had almonds in it. It had some kind Yum. of nut in it, but it was so good. And it was from this ice cream place called Steve's. That was over next to the public library when I was like mm. a middle schooler and or Gorin's it turned into one or the other. But it was one of those like the first mix in ice cream place. Huh? You know what I'm talking about? But they um, like Goldstone does now. But they had this chicken salad, almond chicken salad melt that my mother would go nuts over. Sounds good. Um, by it's the a good way, thing to have. Oh, it's a good it is. So, folks, send it. Let us know what your what's your touch of fancy for your chicken salad. And do you have a, your own special recipe? What do you think? Oh, another one I love is that Julia Smeinel does a chicken salad fruit salad combo platter. Well. So it's a really, right. like, perfect light lunch. Like, it's a scoop of chicken salad and then just, like, a scoop of fresh fruit. Nice. So good. It sounds good. Um, just talking about Jungle March for a second, I have to say, Jungle March, she joined Facebook. She did. I know, and you wrote on her wall before I did. It's kind of impressed. I did. You did. You got to, you got there before I did. I was pretty impressed. 
I I feel like I saw your status reporting that she was joining a state. I did. Facebook I did make stuff. an announcement. <laughs> I think and I suggested that you be friends. Yes. yes, I thought that was pretty cool. She is pretty cool. And she's like, I look at her page and she's like friending people up and joining groups. And she joined the Animal Crossing fan page. Oh, I, I love pretty it. Cool. How's your Animal Crossing town going? It's good. It's good. good. I like it still. I like it a lot. Uh, we're excited that the new season of Flight of the Concords is starting. I should say I that. Just saying today that my crush on Jermaine has been completely rejuvenated after the first episode on Sunday. The I didn't, wa- oh, I didn't, didn't watch it. it. Yeah, oh. I don't. I don't have HBO, but I watched it online. I watched parts of it online. I need to watch the full thing. Yes. It's well, actually, whole, it was the like, second one. The first, I saw the first one online, and then this second week I watched it on television. And the you know how the songs are always kind of a parody of something or other. Yeah. This one is a kind of a My Humps parody. Yeah, that, I saw that on NBC. They kept running that as a commercial. God, it's funny. Well, God, they're so cute. Ugh. Cute. All right. So I think that's it. I think that's good, too. So the first three folks to send an email to podcast at how much do we love, tell us you want an ACOA deck, we'll get an ACOA deck. Yay. And um, we say bienvenido to Ernesto, the new oh, kitty cat. He's so cute. He's running around on the floor right now. Ernesto, I'm sure. There's some pictures. Um, I'll put some on the website and whatnot. Yes. Um, so how much do you have awards? Oh, sorry. I was recapping. Go ahead. Doug was saying that he was going to always say the importance of being Ernesto. I know. Isn't that good? good. That's his memoir. It's, it is. It is totally going to be his memoir. It's going to be about crunchies and sleeping. Yep. <laughs> And jumping. All right, that's so all, that's all their show would be if Shirley and Ernesto had a. And they're like, hey, I like sleeping. <laughs> I slept a lot today. How about you? Me too. It's good. All I right. like crunchers. Next time on Shirley and Ernesto, we'll talk about sleeping some more. Crunchers and crunchers. All right. So, how much do we love award shows? Award show season, box mm. sets, and chicken and salad. Chicken salad. Yeah, I want some chicken salad right now. <laughs> it's like Stop midnight there. Food. Yeah. No. It's too late. Chicken salad window is, for today is closed. <laughs> You're going to have to wait till tomorrow. Okay. All right. Um, so we'll see you guys next time. Uh, send us what you love. Send email to... Uh, I'm tired. Send email to us. And tell us what send you love. Send email to us. Send email to podcast on how much do we love and tell us what you love. What love. What love. All right. We should go. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>